2: Hello, I'm Sarah. I'm going to be. And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. This extra is all about... More cabin in the woods stories. Yes, I've got two more stories to share this week. Are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. I always wanted an experience, but this scared me. Okay, this will be a long one, but here we go. So growing up, I always loved movies and shows regarding the paranormal. Ghost movies really are the only form of horror I ever found scary, as I've always believed there was something real to the idea of hauntings. Feeling this way, I've always been so curious to have my own paranormal experience to truly judge for myself. After Hurricane Katrina... My family and I were left refugees with no home. My brother was a little older and went back to New Orleans to stay with my godparents and work. My parents took jobs as travelling healthcare workers. I was approximately 16 or 17 at the time. My mother took an assignment working for a nursing home in North Tennessee on the Tennessee-Kentucky border. The travel company put her up in a rental cabin in the woods and her and I and her two dogs went to stay. Now I had no job at the time, and just stayed home with the dogs all day, and would be bored and play video games. This was a two-storey cabin, and in the living room there were stairs that went up to a loft room with one bed. And then you could go into the guest room upstairs with two more beds. The master bedroom was downstairs around the kitchen, next to the living room. My parents were separated at the time but still trying to make their marriage work and my dad came to stay shortly after we got there as he was in between assignments. So from day one this cabin had an odd feel about it. I can't describe it just my mother and I both commented on the energy in there. My mother and father slept in the master bedroom on the first floor and I slept in one of the guest beds upstairs. Also This cabin was in a town in the absolute middle of nowhere, and this was old Indian country. The one little convenience store in town sold all kinds of locally found arrowheads and whatnot. I don't know if this is relevant. Once my dad arrived, he immediately was having trouble sleeping in this cabin. This is going to sound so horror movie cliché, but he said he could not stop hearing scratching noises coming from under the floor. One night it bugged him so bad that he got up with a flashlight and went outside looking for a coons under the house. I nor my mother ever heard this, and only he ever reported hearing the noises. Another morning, Dad woke up very disturbed and said he'd had a horrible dream of being furious and violently murdering someone, and he said the dream was so realistic that he awoke very disturbed. My dad is really emotionally immature and he's an angry man. And especially during this time, he struggled very badly with his anger. Now, my experience occurred in two parts. The first, my parents had gone to bed and I stayed up late laying on the couch in the downstairs living room, watching TV with all the lights off. My mum's two dogs are named Buck and Lola. They are Beagle and Border Collie Mixes, Buck loved to sleep with me and crawled up on the couch in my legs and slept the whole time I watched TV, and Lola laid on the floor next to the couch to sleep. Lola never slept in the bed and was known for wandering the house at night. I laid there for approximately two hours watching TV and the entire time I kept hearing Lola pacing upstairs. The sound of the walking upstairs was clearly the sound of a four-legged animal walking. I continued to hear her the entire time I watched TV, but thought nothing of it as she was known to do this. Once I turned the TV off to go upstairs, I nearly stepped on Lola while I was getting up from the couch and was pretty surprised to see her very passed out and appeared to have never left the spot on the floor beside the couch. I played it off in my mind, And when we got up the next morning, Dad asked me what was wrong with Lola last night, as he'd heard her walking upstairs all night. He'd heard it too, and said it sounded like a dog walking around. Weird, but we dismissed it. The next week or so, Mum and Dad had been arguing and fighting, and Mum decided to come sleep upstairs in the guest bed next to me. Now, I've never been a sleepwalker or a sleep talker, At least no one has ever told me i do that. Mum and I laid in our beds upstairs with the dogs for a long while, talking as we both got sleepy. I was becoming groggy and in that half-wake and half-asleep state when Mum woke me asking me why I said what I said. I was confused and my mum told me I began talking in my sleep and said, I hope nothing happens to the dogs. Concerned, my mum asked me what I meant by that and she said I sat up in bed and said I hope nothing poisons the dogs and then I laid back down asleep until she woke me asking why I said that I still don't remember saying it fast forward a week or so and dad had left and it was just mum and I and she was at work while I was at home with the dogs Buck loves to play fetch and we chase his ball all day if you throw it and Lola, being more the collie, loves to herd buck while he chases the ball. I was sitting on the couch on the first floor, watching TV and throwing the ball upstairs to the loft floor while the dogs ran up, fetched it, ran down and returned it to me. Repeat. I'll be honest, I wasn't watching something and only half paying attention to the dogs, as I did this for an hour or so. At some point... I realised it had been what felt like 15 minutes or so since the dogs returned the ball to me. I looked up and didn't see or hear them. I called to the dogs, asking where they were, and they instantly came running down the stairs together with both of them scared, and all the hair on their backs standing up and their tails tucked in. They came halfway down the stairs, looking scared like this, and they were both looking up at the top of the stairs at nothing I was pretty nervous at this point and asked Buck where his ball was. I don't know exactly how long it had been, but like I said, it felt like about 15 minutes since I last threw it. When I asked this question, the ball very slowly rolled from the upstairs loft and fell to the first floor, not far from where I was sitting. I was really scared by this experience and very surprised by my attempt to rationalise it. I could not and still cannot explain the dog's reactions but told myself maybe the ball rolled up in the bed skirt of the bed upstairs and took some time to roll back out. I told my mum when she got home and we were both freaked out, felt something in the home did not like her dogs and we packed and left that night and never returned. I always wanted an experience from my fascination with go shows and movies. But seeing this firsthand really scared me, and I honestly hope I never see anything like it again. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's quite bookie. It is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you think your dog is by your side, and then, oh no, then you think your dog's walking around, and it's by your side all along, that would be pretty terrifying. Yeah, no.
0: I'd be, I, w- I wouldn't even, like, gather it. I'd be like... I wouldn't know that my dog was there if I heard my, her steps going around. Mm. If I heard boo and I looked to my right and I saw boo, I wouldn't even know. I'd be like, well, is this my boo next to me? Mm. Or is... What is that? Mm. Like, or is that boo outside?
2: Yeah, which is the real boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imposter. Imposter boo. It's yeah. really creepy. And um, night talking, I'd... Like, sleep talking I've told you this before when Auntie Becky had to share my room and I sat up in the middle of the night and told her I was going to kill her (laughs) (laughs) poor Auntie Becky (laughs) (laughs) and apparently just like really weirdly a bit like the exorcist just rose from the bed to the the seated position looked directly at her and went I'm going to kill you (laughs) and then laid back down again (laughs) teenagers hey (laughs) i'm gonna kill you (laughs) yeah pleasant (laughs) right are you ready for the second story
0: yes i am
2: when i was 14 my family went camping in a cabin on a lake the lake was pyramid lake in new york and we were there as part of a church function. It was late one night and we were all up playing cards on the deck of the cabin. I'd just been booted from the table for losing so grabbed a flashlight and started waving it out over the lake and woods. As I was waving the flashlight, I noticed something. Whenever I pointed it up towards the sky, lightning would flash. I thought to myself, that's weird and turned my light off the sky was pretty overcast and the lightning would have otherwise been normal so I just sat and waited for it to happen again I waited about two minutes before I got impatient so I turned the light on and waved it up towards the sky the lightning flashed in response I turned it off waited a couple of seconds and then did it again more lightning Now I was interested I pointed my flashlight up and flashed it on and off three times The exact same number of flashes came back I was a little bit freaked out now but also very curious I flashed the sky once one flash back waited, nothing four times four times back two times two times back once again one back waited nothing I went to my parents who were playing cards and said hey check this out I think I'm communicating with God or aliens or something they gave me the weirdest look they had noticed the lightning but they hadn't been paying attention to me watch I said and I showed them one flash one back wait four flashes four back Two flashes, two back. Wait. One flash, one back. They said that's nice and sort of dismissed me. But that annoyed me. I had shown the evidence of something. I didn't know what. But I was brushed off. I went back to my seat and resumed my research. I did a flash and tried to pay attention to the return flash. It seemed indistinguishable from heat lightning. I waited and listened. Only the sound of the woods and my family playing cards. I flashed a couple of times and listened. Nothing out of the ordinary joined the return flashes. I decided to test the upper limits of the flashing. I started flashing my flashlight and just kept going. The lightning started flashing in reply. But instead of counting, I just kept flashing. The lightning kept coming at the same rate of my flashes. I up my pace, the lightning came faster. I up my pace again, and the returns kept my pace. Stop, my mother yelled at me from across the deck. I could tell she was a combination of annoyed and freaked out. I stopped. That was the last year we went up to the lake. I always wanted to go up and try again, but the opportunity hasn't come up. Has anyone else encountered anything like this? Any thoughts as to what I could have been communicating with? I appreciate any replies. Thanks ahead of time.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: So what do you think of that, then? That's a little bit different, that cabin story. Yeah. Alien?
0: Um, I'm not too sure, Spooner.
2: Yeah, I think I'm I'm into aliens at the moment. Auntie Becky visited today, and we were sat down watching this um, documentary on YouTube about a UFO in Wales. I can't remember the exact place, but it's really fascinating, so I'm right into that at the moment. So I think this might be aliens, communicating, and I think what they're trying to tell us is you're killing, you're killing Mother Earth. Wake up, people!
0: Oh yeah, I recognise. I I don't recognise aliens. I recognise some. Summit trying to like contact him. Right? Yeah.
2: What do you, What do you think it was? If not aliens, God, mm. a higher being.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like a higher being. Like. I don't really believe in God and that.
2: No, but like a higher being. The it. Yeah, just the something. Yeah. The unknown something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah, just a quick announcement. We will be doing the Sunday episode as normal. Then we're taking a little break for a couple of weeks just so that we can have a little time out, and get ourselves together. But we'll talk more about that on Sunday on the main podcast episode. Take care, everyone. Good one. Well. Even when we're on a budget,
1: we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.